Welcome to Save a Church's podcast, What's Up Jack? Conversations about Jesus and church. We hope that you find this episode uh, meeting a need in your life as you minister and share, and we look forward to hearing from you if there's a topic that you'd like us to have a conversation on. Uh, just shoot us an email or send me a text, and we'll be happy to consider that, but enjoy today's podcast. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of What's Up, Jack? Conversations about Jesus and church. Uh, I'm John. And I'm Scotty. And uh, we're here to uh, have conversations to get you to know Scotty Hatcher a little mm-hmm. bit better, a little bit about his life and his ministry and calling, trying to get around to a lot of our pastors and ministers in the association to to get to know one another a little bit better and give you some insight into their uh, ministries. And so, Scotty, it's great to have you with us today. And Good. Uh, we're just I don't gonna, know if I'm excited yet or not. Well, it, 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 <laughs> you will be by the time we're over. You'll, you'll be excited. Uh, but just want to start out, tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from, where you grew up. Yeah. Well, I um, I grew up in Cowarts, which is right here around Dothan, Alabama. And, okay. I've uh, been here all my life and uh, went to school and graduated Ashford High School. Uh, so I've been been in the area. So you're a homeboy then. I'm a homeboy. I've been here all my life. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so uh, what church were you a member growing up? Um, didn't grow up in church. Okay. Uh, did not. My parents had some time in a church. Uh, so I'm not that I'm unfamiliar with churches, but but um, it was not a, a, a regular thing in my life. Okay. Um, uh, actually, I was 17 years old before uh, a high school friend wouldn't leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> he kept asking and asking and asking. And I uh, finally told him one day, I said, listen, I'm going to go with you this one time. Just you'll shut up. And um, it, it never stopped from there. <laughs> well, how about that? Great. Glad for his persistence. <laughs> That's, then, right. That's right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, good deal. Well, obviously, you shared your salvation experience. Um, how did you go from not going to church as a child? Coming to know the Lord, mm-hmm. how did you feel called into ministry? Um, it's a good question, John, because uh, you know when that friend asked me to go to church, uh, I was not interested in any because my knowledge of what church was 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 following a bunch of rules that somebody gave that that um, that I didn't care nothing about. Sure, uh, to be quite honest, I wanted to live my life my way. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wanted to to make myself happy. Um, receiving Jesus and, and the salvation and the freedom that comes and all that, uh, I began to be hungry about more of what God wanted of me and hungry about more of what God wanted for me and my, my family's life. And by the time that God called me to ministry, I'd, I'd been married and had two children. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was working a, a, a regular job and, and, um, and just living to support my family. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I was also a member of the uh, Army National Guard. Okay. You're so, pretty busy. Yeah, I was busy. Um, but the, the unit that I was part of in the Army National Guard got mm-hmm. activated to, to go, um, um, or I can't even remember the term that they call it now, but deployed. Yeah. Um, and this was shortly after 9-11. Okay. So it was 2002, 2003 time frame, and it was a 12-month deployment. Wow. Uh, thankfully, uh, for, for me and my family and our place where we were at, 
uh, that didn't mean me going overseas. And, you know, I do mm -hmm. uh, I have a high regard and high respect for for those uh, those soldiers who, sure. who do that. Sure. Um, but for me, it was it was uh, I was actually deployed to Anniston, Alabama. Oh, OK. <laughs> so it was just yeah. a few hours from home. Sure. Uh, I was able to come home um, about once a quarter that okay. year. Yeah. But there, it was not a it was not a very hard job. It was basically doing guard duty mm -hmm. uh, for some. What they had at the time was was uh, old uh, old um, munitions or, chemical or chemicals weapons, chemicals yeah. that and that were used in years ago. Mm -hmm. And they were in the process of destroying those, yes. incinerating them. Yeah. Um, so basically, I was riding around those bunkers in the woods most of the time, and mm -hmm. and uh, had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to pray, a lot okay. of time to to seek, because I'd reached a place where I was unhappy with me and my life. Okay. And I began to really seek God and pray about what it is that He wanted of me, and. Um, one night I couldn't sleep, so I went out and sat in a vehicle and and sat in a vehicle and just was talking, praying, asking mm. God, "What? What is it?" Mm. And um, I don't know that I've ever heard God audibly audibly speak sure. to me, but it seemed like He did that time. Mm -hmm. um, and and He says, "What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Because I, you know what I want of you. You're just you're resisting it. Yeah. Right. Yeah." So I went home. Uh, next time I was home, mm -hmm. and I told my wife, um, God is leading me, He's calling me to serve in ministry. And she looked at me and she says, Not me. Yeah. And he, he ain't called me because I'm not doing it. So, mm -hmm. so that took me back, right? Sure, sure. And I began to question, well, am I hearing right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this what God is calling me to? Because if he hadn't called her, yeah. then the, the, I work. must be misunderstanding yeah, this, sure, right? Sure. Um, sure. And so I just left him alone. I said, okay, I, I must be wrong. Let me mm -hmm. back up from this. And, and, um, so we spent, I uh, come home and we reestablished our routine at home and uh, went back to work and was working. And, and for about five years, we went through just our routine. Yep. And um, God created in me this, this deep restlessness. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it other than, you know, it's like my whole insides were just shaking all yeah. the time. I was restless. I was uh, unhappy, becoming unhappy in what I was doing. Yeah. And, and there was this deep restlessness in my life that, and I began to, wow. to, to ask again, God, what is going on? He had moved me then to a place where I was teaching uh, a Sunday school class and, okay. and uh, I began to learn to, to, to teach. Mm -hmm. um, and, just restlessness. I couldn't couldn't figure it out until one day God says, "I'm calling you." Right. So I go back home, and this is emotional thinking back on it. Wow. Um, so I go back home, and I get home that night, and we get done with all the stuff we do, and we're sitting down, me and my wife, and uh, she's laying on the couch, and I'm sitting in a chair, and and I said, Casey. I need to talk to you. 
<laughs> in that moment, she sat straight up on the couch and said, God's calling you to pastor it. <laughs> Nothing else said. Um, wow. So that's, that's uh, I began well, the process of, of well, some school, and, and that's brought me to where I am now. Oh, you're where you are now. Yeah. Now, it's, you're at Faith Baptist Church. That's correct. Is that your first church? It is. Okay. Uh, I've been at Faith. I've uh, been there for 12 years. Or November will be 12 years now. Um, um, it's the only church I've ever pastored, so uh, I made a lot of mistakes and <laughs> did well, a lot of things wrong and, and still do. And they still love you and let, uh, you, still, let you preach they, every Sunday. They've been very gracious. That's good. Well, uh, longevity has a lot to, uh, to, to do with the health of a church and the health of a ministry. Mm. Uh, the longer you can stay and if God's called you there, He'll if He ever wants you to move, you'll know it. Yeah. Uh, I hope he doesn't. I yeah. hope, he, hope he lets you retire out. Listen, there. I know that there's been times you know, where I ask God, "Is it time?" Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, there's been times that I've I've, I've wanted to. Sure. You know, some of those hard times where I made mistakes, right? Yeah. Um, that I begin to ask that question, but but He hasn't released me from that yet. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. uh, they need a they need a good solid pastor. Yeah. It's it's toughest on the churches that continuously cycle through pastors every two or three mm -hmm. years. They just never seem to right to to connect with the mm -hmm. pastor and it, it's a sad it's sad for both um, yeah and typically they come in say you know the attitude is well i was here when you got here and i'll be here when you're right. gone right uh, but if you've been there 12 almost 12 years there they probably figure well maybe he's not going to leave anytime soon <laughs> uh, which is a good thing so i yes. appreciate that now your family you have two children i have two children okay. um so my my daughter is uh 24 and i have a son okay. that's 20. All right. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Well, let's see. That, that puts you over the 40 mark. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it That's does. That's good. That's good. Well, I've, I've, I've met your wife and, and your family and, and appreciate it. And you guys have a, um, a special class that meets at your church. Mm -hmm. Can you tell the folks a little bit about how that works? I assume that you're talking about the, cat, the class my wife leads. Yes, I am. Um, well, my wife, uh, around the time that, that God called me to ministry, she, she began to, uh, shortly after that, she began to seek what, what her passion was mm -hmm. and, and God put her in a position with, she was working for an attorney at the time that was a very Christian, godly man and, uh, spent time every morning going, doing Bible study wow. and praying, uh, before work each morning mm -hmm. with his staff and, mm -hmm. Um, he began to lead her to, to figure out what her passion was because wow. what she was doing with him wasn't it. <laughs> and I think he knew that. He figured it out. <laughs> uh, and um, God worked it out. So so began to put special needs people in her life. Mm -hmm. And she found that she loved, uh, deeply loved special needs okay. and, and working with special needs. Mm -hmm. uh, so she began working in the school system and special needs classrooms, and yeah. as uh, as a uh, what the aid is all that I know that they call them, yeah. uh, um, and that led to her opening a class or starting a class at our church, mm -hmm. uh, where we have a special needs class for yes. for parents and who have special needs children and uh, need somewhere to go. We invite you to come if you're sure. not somewhere already. Yeah. Um, but uh, she she loves it, and it's well, I, God's I was, blessed. I was it. there a few weeks ago and got to observe uh, those those kids, those young adults, yeah, that are just um, love her dearly, yeah, 
and her her care and concern for them was obvious. Uh, uh, so I, I'm not surprised that uh, she doesn't have several that have mm-hmm. latched on. And uh, you, your church seems to do a good job of ministering to them and loving oh, yes. on them and yes. caring for them. And that's not everybody's calling. And but I'm glad it's Casey's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, me too. Because those folks need loved on and, and cared for. And a lot of people just don't know how to how to mm-hmm. handle them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know she does, and she does have a heart. And there, yeah. are, there are other folks out there that do as well. And uh, But I thought that was a really good story for yes. you to be able to share about your wife and your family. And uh, I know you have a couple of hobbies. Yes. Um, so share share what those are. Well, my two hobbies that my wife don't like either one of them because it involves <laughs> spending money. Um, uh, my two hobbies is are golf. Okay. Golf developed first. Okay. But recently, I uh, began fishing, okay. and I found that I love fishing. All right. I love going out on the water and spending mm-hmm. time fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and who so, loves to fish with you? My wife. Yeah. Yeah, So, and that's how that come about, okay. really. You yeah. know, my wife uh, uh, loved fishing. She hadn't been able to do it in a long time. Mm-hmm. I never have done it, so I'm learning. Yeah. Uh, but we started fishing. It's something that we can do together. Yes. It's something that we, as a husband and wife, enjoy doing yeah. together. And it's been great. Uh, it's been great. She's away yesterday. And, okay. and she was not happy with me because she couldn't go she because couldn't she go. recently had surgery. <laughs> uh, so she was not happy with me. But uh, but I, I found that I love fishing. Yeah. And I love golf, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Both outdoor activities, both mm-hmm. uh, have their uh, pluses. Um Sometimes just getting out on the boat and enjoying the, the, the water or just dragging that golf bag around and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, chasing after that ball. Uh, I, I do both of those activities as mm-hmm. well. And uh, But you're right. Uh, it can't be a money pit. And it, can't, <laughs> it can't consume your time. It can. Uh, but good to have an outlet, something to mm-hmm. do, that, uh, especially when you can do it together. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. You know, I think, I think all pastors um, – uh, just the nature of the job is is very stressful, mm-hmm. oh, and sure. and you know those pastors who are a hundred percent in that mode, I guess, mm-hmm. of always doing pastoral work without having a side stress outlet. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't find that healthy, and I think we all need some hobby or something we enjoy doing just to to free our minds. Yeah, from from the ministry sometimes yeah. just to relax, just to be refreshed, be stress relief. Uh, we need that, and yes. um, so I found. Um, you know, golf could go one of two ways. It can cause more stress, or yeah. You know. um, but but you, when you have that one great shot, one that's great what keeps shot. you coming yeah. back, right? Yeah, it always happens on the 18th yeah. hole. <laughs> Ooh, I made that 14 foot putt. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think you know, we we all need something to to um, to enjoy mm-hmm. outside of outside of always doing ministry. Um, not that we ever forget it or not that we ever uh, neglect it or anything right, like absolutely. that, but something that we do to to um, to just enjoy our lives. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Scotty, I appreciate your participation in yeah. the association and for sharing your story today with, yeah. with the uh, podcast world and um, really appreciate Casey's ministry there with special mm-hmm. needs uh, folks. And um, just thanks for your friendship yeah. and for willingness to, to be a part, and um, I know that you're connected with several of our other pastors. Y'all network and, and mm-hmm. talk and 
encourage one another and support one another. Boy, that's so vital in today's ministry yeah. uh, to do that. So um, thank you for being a part. Sure. And uh, this will conclude this episode of What's Up, Jack? Mm. And until next week, we'll catch you then. Appreciate it. We hope that you found today's uh, podcast helpful in your walk and ministry. Uh, please uh, be sure to share this with others, download it, uh, subscribe, like, send us some comments, uh, help spread the word about uh, this podcast and how it's uh, helpful in your life. Till next time.